Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. Spectrum News reports that the Lighthouse for the Blind and Vision Impaired in San Antonio, Texas, offers a robotics program for kids. This program teaches blind kids that they can do anything regardless of their vision. Joining us to talk about the program are the Lighthouse's Children's Program Manager, Cindy Miller, Robotics Coach Kathleen Gately, and Mentor Paul Flores along with Blind Robotics team members and students, Leonard Santos, Madison Oliver, and Hamid Wilson. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, Brian. This is Cindy Miller. Um, Hamid was not able to join us this evening, um, so we're here with uh, Madison and Leonard and Paul. Okay, great. Um, So, everyone, quickly tell us about yourselves. Okay, so this is Cindy. And um, I am the program manager here at the program, the children's program for the Lighthouse. Uh, we have all kinds of programming for kids who are blind and visually impaired. Um, Kathleen? Yes, I'm Kathleen Gately, and I've been coaching robotics for 10 years. And we started the program at the Lighthouse about four and a half years ago, and it's been a great joy to be involved with. Paul, you want to tell us how you became a mentor? Um, well, um, I became a mentor because um, I was AGL of the uh, Vex here at the Lighthouse, and I know how my coach, Kathleen, uh, didn't want me to leave, so um, I decided to join her, her team, 5890, the Eliminators. Excellent. All right. Uh, Madison, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, hi, I'm, I'm Madison. I am one of the... Um, um teammates here um that um um that uh, that does robotics um i was um i was paul's former mentor um i'm sorry um former uh teammate um i have learned not the prematurity that's my vision awesome all right leonard tell us a little bit about you Hi, my name is Leonard, and I just started this pro this robotics at the beginning of the year, and I am partially blind on my left eye. My optic nerve didn't develop right, and I do play a lot of video games, and I like it here at the robotics. At robotics, awesome. Many different visual impairments in the room. That's great. Um, Kathleen, what is the San Antonio Lighthouse? The San Antonio Lighthouse is a resource center for um, persons who have uh, blindness or visual impairment and provides a number of different types of programs for visually impaired and blind, uh, all types of uh, training them for the workplace, training them in educational um pursuits and also extracurricular um, activities as well. How did the robotics program get its start? Well, um, 
the robotics program got its start about four and a half years ago when um, due to some family members um, that were experiencing some visual impairment from some of the team members that I had in my other robotics program, um, they became interested in visual impairment and how to help some of their own family members who were older. They were older people. But um, but at any rate, that kind of got them researching some issues about visual impairment, and it just came uh, to be an idea on one of my other teams that what, what if we could help kids who have visual impairment experience the fun and excitement and learning that takes place in a, on a robotics team. And so we approached the Lighthouse with the idea of starting a robotics program and a robotics team, and uh, they were very gracious uh, to us and really embraced the idea. And we've had a wonderful robotics program here that's gone to the World Championship. They've gone, they have qualified to regionals, uh, the regional championship every year that they've been in existence. And it's just been a great, um, a great program and great fun. Paul, why do you think the program teaches kids that they can do anything? Um, I think that this program teaches kids that um, it can get them to like start to learn how to code and like have them, like build something with like their hands with like instead of like regular Legos, it's like Vex pieces where you get these flat pieces and like push the pins in them and like you get to code the brain and control it with the remote. So, Cindy, we know the robotics program has been around for four years now. How many children are in the program? Right now, we have um, two teams, and there are two students on each team. And then Paul is, of course, our blind and visually impaired mentor. We also have uh, sighted students who are a little bit older who also compete in other um, higher levels of robotics who come in and mentor and coach with us as well. That's a lot. Kathleen. Yeah. How do you teach the kids to build the robots blind? Well, um, most of the students that we've worked with have been visually impaired and not completely blind, but we have had um, at least two students or three students that were um, completely blind. And basically, um, we've relied a lot of, on the expertise of the professionals here at the Lighthouse. Um, Cindy uh, Miller, with her expertise that she has and her training to help us um, work with those kids. We obviously have to use a lot of, um, you know, tactile um, features with that. And we've, there's some things that we have devised to help them um, learn how to, for example, count rotations. There are some specific items that we've 3D printed to uh, help them be able to feel tactily how far the robot's going if they can't see how far it's going. So that's one of the strategies that we've used is to try to come up with some specific, some specific tools for them to use. So guys, tell us about the robot you've made. Leonard? So the robot we've made this year is, it has a, front and back, back has a front claw and it has like a little back piece that goes down and it can if you go down and you go back up into a cube you can pick up the cube and then we have a claw that can pick up the green cubes to put them on the platforms 
and then after and then whenever we had to do the programming we took a long time on that yeah do you want to talk about the programming a little bit um i would say it's difficult but it's a long long process um there's um um one of my mentors um i visually um I, one of our mentors I visually um they um uh, they've helped us a lot with uh programming excellent um so um what's paul what sort of step by step instructions do you give the kids to help them build and design their robots um so with the building and the designing of uh, Whenever we build it, we like project it on the screen, zoom in on it, and like show them like what's holes, but the piece to put the pins in, and um, but they always have, but with the design, uh, they always like have to like figure out like how are they gonna like, like put where their claws gonna go, or like, or like where they're gonna put the brain at to like to like get to it in the brain fast, and um, for the wheels. It's like Omni wheels, which can go back and forth, which can go forward, backwards, left and right. But like, we also have the standard wheels, which is just the, which is the forward and backwards wheels. And also for the um, and um for the pieces, the pieces are like gray and blue and black, which is like um kind of hard to see for them, but also um. We like help them like we like we guide them to like to work to, to where to put the piece in and we put one piece in and then we give them another piece to like put to put it to put them in for themselves okay now do you guys compete with other teams from san antonio area schools yes yes we do um um last week uh we just had a competition so um we got the um we got the judges award on that tournament that was so yes we do um we do uh, do tournaments with each with people and teams how many teams are at the tournament um depends really um this this one was at um yes this one was at Floresville. the last one we went to was yeah. at Bernie. yeah do you and, remember how many teams were there um 22 for Floresville. um Money, um, you yeah, how many? Oh, 24. Um, so it's basically around 20, 25. Um, have you guys won any competitions? Oh, uh, um, well, um, well, we got a voice for them, but, um, um, we have. Got the judges award, STEM award, um, and I think that's mostly it. Um, and you guys have placed for regionals in both yeah. the, yes. in all three yeah. of the yeah. tournaments. Yeah, no, no tournaments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you'll move up to regionals, regionals next. Yes. Mm -hmm. After that, that'll be world. That's great. Um, are there other Blind and visually impaired robotics teams in the area competing. 
Um, no, no, we're the only ones. You're the only ones. Great. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other programs for the blind and visually impaired in America or even in the world? We've got some international listeners out there. I, I, I honestly believe that they're, I know they're the only ones in Texas that do VEX IQ or VEX robotics. I think they probably the only ones in the United States that do VEX or VEX IQ. Um, as a blind, visually impaired team. So it's pretty unique. Last year when they went to uh, World Championship, Paul and Madison competed in the World Championship. How many teams were there? At the World Championship, there are about 600 to 700 teams in about six different divisions. And were there any blind and visually impaired teams there? No, we were the only blind, the only one that was blind and visually impaired at the World Championship. In the World Championship, it's very difficult to get there because in the, in the world, there's around 30,000 teams. And so only 600 actually get to go to the World Championship. So it's highly competitive to, to actually um, qualify to the World Championship. Everybody, how can our listeners learn more about the robotics program and apply? Well, um, they can contact me at the San Antonio Lighthouse for the Blind Children's Program. And you can find us on the web at salighthouse.org. And then just click on Programming for Children and Youth. What, any future expansion to the program? Any, any planned future expansions? Well, we do have several kids that within the next, you know, year to two years will be aging out of the younger program. And so we're um, hoping to begin a high school program here at the Lighthouse that will have high school level robotics teams. Um, and so, yes, we're definitely um, hoping for a long term uh, robotics program here that can serve kids all the way up to until they graduate. And possibly once they're in college, there are college level robotics programs as well and it would be uh, it would be just like a dream to have kids that came up from third fourth grade all the way through the program and then eventually competed at the college level so we have a lot of dreams in our head about uh, heads about how this program could grow and develop over time we're also starting a first lego league build and drive program for younger kids and um, we are on the wait list and I've been corresponding with American Printing House for the Blind and we'll be having the Code Jumper program coming online soon. Yeah, Legos I think are becoming popular again. There's another TV show called Lego Masters on Fox. And so um, and along with the other Lego movies. In your competitions, you guys, um, let me get this straight. You guys do kind of like what they do on BattleBots, right? Do you take your robot? No. 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 <laughs> it's totally different. Yes, it's totally different. We do not, well, with this one, it's not metal. It's plastic. The pieces okay. are all plastic. And um, what we do is like, um, well, what they do is, what they do is um they do an obstacle to get like the to get the highest points with their partner. Last year uh the last year the challenge was uh next level. This year the uh, the this year the the game is called uh 
squared away. That's why uh, let me say about all the squares, cubes. Yeah, and blood bubbles. Do you want to talk about how else it's different than um, BattleBot cylinders? It's also different from BattleBots because of the fact that in BattleBots, you're technically destroying the other person's robot. Yeah. So do you guys compete against each other or do you work cooperatively? We work with the other team. But um, in the next um, next league, uh, you will be working with a, with a team and then there will be two other teams against mm -hmm. you both. And so, so I, I guess it is like BattleBots there, but right now it's not. Yeah. Right now it's a, a cooperative yeah. challenge. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the clarification, guys, because some of our listeners may think it's BattleBots, but, you know, it's actually extra, different little cooperative games. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you definitely for clearing up that myth. So um, is there anything else you guys would like to add? Oh, well, um, since, um, this past Saturday and Sunday, um, my robotics team, Team 5890, the Eliminators, we won our regionals. Uh, we, we won regionals at Canyon High School in, in New Braunfels. Now we're going to Worlds in uh, Houston in April. Wow. That's, that's so great. awesome, Paul. <laughs> yep. Anything you guys want to uh, add? Uh, yeah. Um, we also just found out that we're going, going to, to regional. Yeah. That was Amazing. our big news tonight. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing work, guys. Well, everybody, the robotics program continues to inspire blind and visually impaired kids to build robots and learn that they can do anything they put their mind to and have fun doing it. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. We are Friends in Art, an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. We sing, compose songs and poems, play musical instruments, read and write books, paint pictures, and take photographs. 
We are playwrights, potters, sculptors, weavers, and storytellers. We are members of the audience and patrons of art museums. We celebrate beauty in all that surrounds us. We are friends in art. Join us in the art parlor for stimulating interviews, thoughtful conversations, and the latest art-related information. Coming soon to ACB Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Rachel Schroeder, president of Illinois Council of the Blind, and I am so very much looking forward to seeing all of you here in our state in Schaumburg, Illinois, for the 2020 ACB National Convention. Looking forward to seeing you. Good morning, everyone. I'm Janet Dickelman. I'm the convention coordinator for American Council of the Blind, and I'm so excited to be here in Schaumburg, Illinois at the moment, the home of the 2020 ACB National Conference and Convention. Convention dates are July 3rd through July 10th. We'll be staying at the beautiful Renaissance Hotel in Schaumburg, Illinois. We have already come up with lots of fun tours that I know you'll enjoy, one of which is a Lake Michigan dinner cruise. We're also going to go to the Science Museum and so many more. If you want to stay tuned with what's going on with the convention and you're not already on the mailing list, please send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. I look forward to seeing all of you in Schaumburg. Thank you. from ACB's Executive Director, Eric Bridges. Well, hello. This is Eric Bridges, and I have the privilege of working with a really talented team in our national office in Alexandria, but also in Minneapolis, and uh, the honor of working for a really passionate, dedicated board of directors that is looking to re-envision how ACB Radio comes to you, as well as the content. So... I am excited for the future of ACB Radio, and thank you all for listening. This is Cindy Van Winkle, Membership Services Coordinator. If you are not already part of the ACB family, you can join us by going to acb.org or call us at 612-332-3242, and we'll help you join our community. David Trot, Treasurer of the American Council of the Blind. It's uh, great to be talking to you. I'd like to talk to you about a couple of programs I've got coming up. The MMS program, which you can join now and be eligible for gifts this summer. And the Braille Forum Rifle. And I always look forward to talking to you. Remember, my email address is my name, David Trot, no dots, no spaces, at charter.net. Thank you. You're listening to acbradio.org. Connecting the blind community around the world. ACB Radio.